Welcome into another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Adam Gobb. Coming up today on the show, we're speaking with Ashley Rom and Ellen Fenters of Gaston County's Parks and Recreation Department. They're going to be talking to us a little bit about the senior games, and they're going to be also speaking with us about what's coming up about the 50th anniversary of the Just Plain Dog Show. Today, we're talking with Ellen Fenters, who's the Assistant Recreation Director for Gaston County's Parks and Recreation Department, and the department's fellow this semester, Ashley Rom. Uh, we've got a couple topics on the docket today, and the first one that we're going to jump right into is this year is the 50th anniversary of the Just Plain Dog Show, and that is that is crazy to think that we've been having a dog show in Gaston County for 50 years now. I mean, that's that's got to be exciting for you guys. It actually is. It is definitely the longest-running program that Gaston County Parks and Rec has, um, and it all came about years ago when Wayne Smith, uh, animal control officer came and uh, thought about, okay, we need to provide something for kids for a just plain dog. Mm-hmm. So with adoption um, processes in place and they thought this would be a good opportunity to get adoption awareness out to people to do an event for kids and just plain dogs. So 50 years ago this happened and the first one had over 100 participants take part in the Just Plain Dog Show. So I've been successful ever since. So this is going to be a little bit different than like if you're trying to, you know, do the regionals to compete for like the Westminster Dog Show. This is... Correct. (laughs) This is Just Plain Dog. Right. As the name would imply, if you have a dog, doesn't even necessarily have to have four legs. You could have a three-legged dog. (laughs) Makes it even better. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get involved and, and you want to enter your, your favorite canine in the Plain Dog Show, what do you need to do? Uh, you can go to GastonGov.com, and there's registration forms on there. You can call our office, uh, 704-922-2160, or go on Facebook, um, follow us, Gaston County Parks and Recreation, and it is posted there as well. And we've got uh, forms at Animal Control also. So what's the cutoff in terms of when people have to have their dogs registered by? Cutoff is Monday, May the 2nd, Okay, but uh, we're not sticklers on that, so <laughs> we, we won't turn anybody away. Okay, and then when is the event this year? May 7th. May 7th, okay. 10 a.m. Now, is that rain or shine, or is... Uh, rain date is the next day, Sunday. Okay, Sunday, so. so if it's if you, if we wake up the morning of the 7th and it's pouring outside, just know that it'll, it'll get punted to the next day. Correct. Okay. Any big plans for the 50th celebration? We do. We uh, we have actually changed and added some canine carnival games, and this is to keep dogs and kids and adults busy during um, their category when they're not showing their dog that have an opportunity to do, do something. Uh, we've got uh, entertainment this year that will take place at halftime, and the Queen City Disc Dogs will be there for entertainment. So uh, that's always – they've been there in the past, and uh, – they're incredible. Nice. So it's an all-day event. Pretty much. Good. Good. Were you guys able to do this event during COVID? Uh, we skipped one year. We okay. Only, yeah, one year we canceled. Okay. So you, you were able to do it, I guess, last year then? It was. Okay. Yes. So is it kind of, uh, fingers crossed, obviously, hope, hoping to be as back to normal as possible this year? Should be. Okay. Yes. yes. So, I mean, it. Do, do you have to be 18 or over to enter your dog, or do you have, you know, kids we that have, enter dogs? We have two divisions, and it's a kids division and an adult division. Six years to 17, and then 18 and older. 
Okay. Um, and we added the adult division just a couple years ago because we had so many adults come to us and say, hey, why why don't you add something something for us? Sure. Um, so, and even during the pandemic, this so many people adopted dogs and, and bought dogs. So hopefully the pandemic will help in this area of wanting to come out and show off their dog. Yeah, one of our... One of the three dogs that we have was a pandemic dog, yeah. so um, we definitely relate to that. Now, um, that dog does not have any discernible talent other than having um, an underbite and kind of has a snaggle tooth going. So that's that's literally that dog's only talent besides, like, getting into just about everything whenever we're not paying attention to it. <laughs> well, what's funny is the ones that do have the talent, when they perform in front of people, the talent kind of goes away. Ah. So uh, we have taken that category out. Okay. Um, so uh, the categories are very loose. Um, I can list the categories. And sure. Again, they're the just plain categories. So it's best groomed, shortest legs, happy and I know it, mm. waggiest tail, best relationship to owner. Um, and then best adopted dog from the animal shelter, uh, best costume, most appropriate name, looks most like owner, and best golden oldie. Ooh, see, I feel like that would be the best category right there is the looks like owner. Because it takes me back to the original 101 Dalmatians where they're sitting there watching the, the owner and the dog and they're all kind of paired up together and look alike. Yes. I feel like we should have a just plain employee fashion show or something absolutely best groomed best behaved um yeah can can do haven't heard something i can win (laughs) keep going (laughs) can do spreadsheets on command (laughs) so how many participants you usually get for these events uh we're between 50 and 100 and we're hoping with this being our 50th anniversary um it'll bring out more and even i posted it on facebook yesterday and you can see the generations well, I did that when I was a kid. So mm. you've got people that their kids have participated, and, and we've got one of our judges participated in one of the first dog shows. So it's a very cool event. No, oh, and there's a lot of people that take pride in their, their pets, right? right? And I know when the uh, Grizzlies were here, they had Bark in the Park and, mm. and did things. So I can just see what it's like having this at a, at a bigger scale and, and having people all over the county come. Well, you've got your uh, athletics so many times that uh, all kids can't take part in. And this kind of, I've got one that plays travel ball and one that does not. And he actually participated in the Just Plain Dog Show. And that, he was more thrilled about winning a, an <laughs> event for that than anything ever. So, uh, so do you have a favorite story about one of these events or something you can share? There's got to be like a, a a dog or something that won one year that was like yeah you we've know. had three legged dogs right and, and yeah I mean just the stories and that's what we do at the end we have a best of show and the judges actually go and interview each participant that has won a first place ribbon in one of the categories and then kind of narrows it down to to a best of show so I mean they're incredible stories rescue stories adoption stories so. One of the best things you'll ever take part in. No, it sounds amazing just to have an event where you're uplifting everybody, right? Everybody's just having a good time and smiling and enjoying themselves. And we've had more people come and watch than we have in the past. So even come out and watch. Is there a fee to register or no come fee. watch or anything? No fee. Totally free event. Totally free. Door prizes. So, we're, yeah. Hard to beat that. There you go. 
Is there anything in terms of, um, you talked about having the, the Queen City disc dogs that are going to be there. Um, is there any like food trucks or anything like There'll that? There'll be a food, tr- food truck there, and then we have vendors okay. that'll be there as well. Nice. To keep, them, keep them busy again during the, all the categories. And what's kind of the, the time frame on the 7th that people can expect to be there? Uh, check-in starts at 10, so it usually lasts till 12 or 1. So. Okay. So you're just, you're kind of crossing your fingers for good weather. It'd be nice if it's, you know, you know, kind of mid-70s. Exactly. And, you know. Exactly. We've got plenty of water for Delta and dogs, so. Awesome. And we've also got Ashley here with us. And Ashley, you've you've been um, doing a fellowship with the Parks and Rec Department for the last couple oh, weeks, months? Three months or so. Three months? Yep. Okay. And um, you are working specifically, um, obviously the podcast listeners can't tell, but you're wearing a Gaston County Senior Games oh, yeah. t-shirt. I'm fresh off the field today. Nice. Right? So what exactly is your role with doing that? I've heard a little bit of backstory about your kind of profiling some of the folks that are um, participants in the games and some of the other folks that are helping kind of sponsor it too, right? Sure, absolutely. Well, Gaston County Senior Games, it's pretty well known in this area. We have about 300 or so participants this year. Um, but the entire, I guess, event series gets a lot of attention. Sure. But I really wanted to highlight the individuals who kind of make it happen. Um, we've got people who have been involved for since its inception in the county, and we've got people who were involved even before then. And then we've got people, this is, this is their first year, and mm-hmm. just now recently gotten involved, and I really wanted to highlight those individuals because without them, we wouldn't have the program at all. So right. That was my intent in this, and I want to get the broadcast to all of the different individuals and just how much they really mean to the program. So you talked about there's folks that have been involved in the senior games since it started. How long have we been doing senior games here in Gaston County? And I'm, I'm looking at both Ashley and Ellen because I know we talked to Ellen about senior games last year. Right. 13 years, I think this yeah. is our 13th okay. year. I think so. Um, and I know that Cleveland County has had it for a few years longer. So a lot of the people in the Cleveland County area and surrounding areas kind of migrated our way whenever we started hosting them, and they've just kept coming, which we're not complaining about. No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. So what's the age limit for senior games? You've just got to be 50. That's it. And we, I think our oldest is in late 80s, maybe even early 90s. Wow. So we have it segmented into different age groups, obviously. Sure. It's kind of tough to play a 90-year-old versus a 51-year-old, um, but I think that's what keeps it fun because I'm telling you, these 80, 90-year-olds, they'll surprise you. Yeah. They really will. They're incredible. They don't take no for an answer. Like They're there to play one way or the other. So it's really cool to see just how they progress, you know, the same intensity and the same passion that these 85-year-olds have, the 50-year-olds have as well. So No, I've been uh, – I played pickleball with some of them and uh, definitely have been running around the, the court and oh, yeah. uh, had a lot of junk talk to me. So. Oh, yeah. Pickleball. Pickleball. Oh, my gosh. That's one of the best ways. Like, even if you think it's like, I'm a pretty decent athlete and go out there and handle myself. No, you're you're not. You're about to get humiliated. Yeah. When they come out here with their knee braces and their hair tie (laughs) and I was like, oh, Lord, this is serious. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're 100 percent in on it. And they've they've figured out the drop shots and spin on the ball and everything. Oh, and and if you if you cross them, if you make a call wrong, make a call (laughs) questionable, listen, they'll let you know. Oh, yeah. So well, I'm amazed at, at how many different kind of events i guess if you will that there are in senior games i mean it's a really wide category oh it's fantastic we've got obviously a lot of the sporting events that people know about it's more or less like senior olympics sure same kind of games same traditional games we also got some more recent games like pickleball we got badminton you know today we had um horseshoe and croquet out in poston park okay so that we probably had about 50 people out there in total so 
we've got that. And then we also have our silver arts category, mm-hmm. which is um, we've got follies, which is like performances, singing, dancing, and things of that nature. Then we have like any kind of arts, so written art, uh, like I said, singing. We've got quilts, paintings, drawings, any kind of art you can imagine, they'll make it. So I think that it's great that, listen, I know that I'm not going to play pickleball, but I can make a really cool quilt. Right. That's great. You can highlight that as well. So, What are some of the things that you've learned as you've been kind of talking to some of the folks that have been involved? I mean, some of the stories about are really cool. You know, honestly, I've learned that age doesn't really define people. Um, they might be physically limited, but they're not any other way hindered by what they can or cannot do. They're going to be out there. They're going to support. And I think that that kind of alludes to how great the people are that are involved. Um, growing up in this area, I mean, I had heard of it, but obviously I'm not quite at the age limit to get there. So I knew of people who were involved and things of that nature, but I didn't really know how much of an impact that the program had on the county and the surrounding counties. I mean, it's a huge event, and then we've got states that happen kind of towards the end of the season, and nationals this year is in Fort Lauderdale. So just realizing how huge of an impact this has, it's been incredible. I feel like um, Florida might be the senior capital of the entire world. Oh, is it not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, they might go down to the villages. (laughs) Right, right. So that's interesting. They get to compete here, but then they qualify for the states and then nationals. Yeah, if you make first through third here, and we also have some events that don't get to play in states, but we just have the people there who want to play them, so we offer them. Um, But first through third, qualify for states. Like I said, first through third there, then the nationals. And it's, I mean, it's not uncommon that we send folks from Gaston County to nationals. Oh, We've not. We've a softball team going to nationals. Yeah, Ellen El- so. over here is our coach, so. That's right. That. I remember talking <laughs> about that. And you were you were saying that you were, you had, like, folks that you had, like, grown up playing softball oh, with? Yeah. That yeah. All over the state of North Carolina. So we, we're excited. So when do you, when do you travel for that? May 14th. Okay. So it's coming up. So back-to-back it's weekends, right? Always. Right. <laughs> So one weekend will be dogs, and then the next weekend is making sure your teammates are not dogging it. That's right. The weekend after that is Red Bull, if you, if you can keep that's up right. with us. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. We will be there for that. We're excited for that one. Yeah, us too. I mean, that is that is such a cool event for Gaston County to, to be able to have the uh, the pump track qualifier um, over at Poston Park. I mean, that is that is just – I know our, our tourism department is always geeks out over that because that's like, you know, you get people coming in from all over the place yeah, for that. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so even to be, to participate in Gaston County, you have to be a resident or can you come from another county and compete? Uh, you, you don't have to be a resident. Nope. You just got to sign up. I think it's a nominal fee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $15 fifteen dollars, But that gets you a t-shirt and entrance into any and all games if you want it, all of the above. So no, you guys have a lot of things that are going on that provide a lot of people to come inside and visit Gaston County and get to know what we're all about. Yeah, And I, I think it's great. I mean, obviously there's an age requirement for this one, but I think like particularly with the dog show, it's for any and all people, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, where you're from, who you are. We want you out there and we want you to have a good time. So ultimately I think that's what it kind of boils down to. So in terms of um, recruitment for um, senior games, it's already done for this year because it's already going on right um, but if people want to get involved in in senior games for future years what's the best way for them to kind of connect on that sure it's similar to the dog show um, online on Facebook the Gaston County Parks and Recreation Facebook um, additionally our Gaston County Senior Center Facebook 
I know a lot of our participants are already frequent users and frequent visitors to our senior center. Yep. So we do a lot of promotion up there, particularly for this event. Um, additionally, just by phone, the 704-922-2160. Um, what else? I think we advertise throughout the county as well. Yep. So. And on our website. Yes, the website as well. Multiple avenues. So is there opportunities to contact you guys or through the senior center and like practice or work on your skills for, for next year? Yeah, absolutely. I know Gil Aguirre, that's how you, sorry, Gil Aguirre, he is our recreation coordinator down at Parks and Rec. Um, about a few months before every Friday, he'll have practice. Like we'll have practice cornhole, we'll have practice table tennis. And if you want to come out there, even if you're not playing, you can just come out there for fun. So a lot of, a lot of them come out and practice in the weeks leading up to senior games. And we do whole tournaments throughout the year for each mm-hmm. week. And even um, clinics. A lot of people don't know how to play croquet. They don't know how to play um, pickleball. So it's something that they want to come learn before heavy competition sets in. So sure. we offer that. And that's what it's geared for, year-round health promotion program. So, Is there always participants that are surprised on – how their skill level matches with other people when they're at these events? Yeah, I think so. I think good and bad on that one. I've had some that <laughs> say that they'll get to states or nationals and they'll be kind of humbled. And I've had some that have told me that they've quit before because they realized who all is involved. And they said, mm. I'm not going to meddle. I'm not doing it. I was like, okay, I get it. I probably would have the same attitude. But sure. um, I think a lot of them really do surprise themselves for the better. You know, I mean, it's incredible that we've got 80, 85-year-olds out there and they probably give us a run for our money. So... It's really great to see. What do you think if you, you know, by the time you hit 50, what's the one event that you've seen across the the senior game spectrum that you're like, I want to do that? It's got to be pickleball. Okay. It was three long days, but I had a lot of fun and they had a lot of fun. And it really is, I mean, it's cool and it gets you in good shape, you Mm -hmm. know. So got to say pickleball on that one. Yeah. I mean, other than maybe like twisting an ankle or a knee or, or, you know having one of them spike a pickleball off your backside, (laughs) you're you're probably not going to get hurt too bad playing pickleball. Oh, no. And and, and obviously, like I said, there are such a drastic change of ages. It's pretty pretty consistent, I Mm -hmm. guess. So you don't really have that much of a steep competition when you're also playing against another 75-year-old. So That makes sense. So we had the competition. When is States? States is? Uh, Usually September, October. Okay. The Nationals is every two years, but yes. since we've lost a year, they're back-to-back this year. So there'll be one 2022, and 2023 is in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So oh, well. Have okay. we had any recent national champions? David Hostetler. Okay. Um, is, he is in his 80s, and he is just a super athlete. Yeah. Um, and he will compete in anything and everything. Um, mm. He's fierce. Yes. So, and he's got a good story as well. He, uh, you know, When I ask his family, why is he so – fierce competitor and he said as a kid he didn't play sports uh he he worked so he didn't have mm-hmm. the opportunity so now that he is able he's getting him getting his money's worth so that's really cool having yeah. a second chance at, at exactly. enjoying life and so a lot of this do you you guys have a lot of volunteers that come and help and set up and yes um i know it's an all hands on deck effort particularly within gaston county but we also partner with gastonia parks and recreation so we use we share facilities and we also share help so pretty much everyone who's involved in both of the parks and recreation departments are involved in some capacity so but that's great you know it's nice to meet them it's nice to see everybody else who's doing the same type of jobs so not bad do you have a favorite event that you guys like to watch 
Probably pickleball. Yeah, I'd say pickleball. Yeah. Chair volleyball was kind of intense too. You know, it's just a it's just a beach ball, but okay. I felt, yeah, it, it's intense. So how do, how does one play chair volleyball? I'm intrigued now. Okay, so you got to imagine it. There are six um, chairs, right? Okay. Just kind of like a normal volleyball setup. They've got like a badminton net, so it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. You just sit in the chair and you have a beach volleyball. Okay. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it gets pretty heated, so. You can't get out of your chair. No. Okay. So no you getting out of your chair. You can't pop up at no. all? No. Mm-mm. If you can't reach it. Do you get strapped in the chair? No. Some people need to be. Yeah, some people I was going to say, I, I feel like there would be some people that would, like, grab the chair and, like, launch themselves towards it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if our back's turned, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, people take this really serious. Yeah. Oh, and they're very competitive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing how fast a, a nice, even, friendly game can turn into. You want to put some money on that? <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> so how long have you been a fellow for? Um, end of January. End of January, okay. So, so about three months. What's your favorite thing that you've done so far? I honestly would say senior games. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm a middle school PE class again, you know? Nice. I can't complain. I'm getting paid to watch these people play pickleball, you know? I can't complain. So I think that's the most fun thing that I've done so far. And See, I think that's what we need to do as senior games um, leaders to get people involved, even um, volunteering at this level. So when she turns 50, she's not – like, I'm not a senior. I'm not participating in that. She's seen it. She knows what it is. She knows it's a uh, program that is very beneficial and not 100-year-olds that are non-competitive. And right. So that's, that's ultimately that's our goal, to, to get people looking forward to turning 50. And I was. I was pushing. So... I just like that you enjoyed middle school PE. Like for me, that like I have nightmares about that. And it's like you know the the creepy guy that's standing there going, "You weren't in the shower long enough." Oh, well, <laughs> I, I will say I think I lucked out on that one. We had like three week blocks that we'd switch sports in, so mm-hmm. it really we got the lesson, we got the play, and we got the instruction as well. So nice. I, I think I lucked out on that one. I can't speak for everyone else's experiences. <laughs> Any cute stories about couples playing together in senior games and stuff like that? Yes, we do have a couple. Um, They are in our 80 range, Sue Jane, Um, and they match. Every time they come in, they are (laughs) dressed to the nines, um, matching shoes, pants, jacket, the whole nine yards. Very Um, nice. For chair volleyball, they were on the same team, and they had cushions, matching cushions. (laughs) And so every time they switched chairs, they'd bring their little pad along with them. That was kind of hilarious, but totally understand that one. That's that sounds like couple goals right there. Oh right, <laughs> and relationships that were built through senior games. So. Mm. Yes, and I know COVID's kind of um, exasperated a lot of those problems. Sure. Fortunately, I think this is the first year. I, mean, I I can't speak. This is my first year being involved, but I know a lot of people that I've spoken to through this interview project. They say that COVID really kind of was a shock to the system. You know, it was the first time that they weren't able to be involved, and they kind of missed their friends and the the people that they were able to see. And them being able to really get back into it has made a world of difference mentally, spiritually. They said that more than anything, the fellowship and just being able to meet and see so many people and have those lifelong friendships, it's worth more than gold. Well, and from the interview standpoint, you, if I remember your resume correctly, you were at the student paper at Clemson? I was, the Tiger, yes. Okay. So this is, you were, you were putting oh, those interviewing skills. Yeah. Yeah, this is my bread and butter. So it's, it's nice to be back on the side of it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. Um, so just to, to recap a little bit from here at the top, Just Plain Dog Show coming up on Saturday, May the 7th. It is at Dallas Park? 
Dallas Park. Dallas Park. And from, you said 10 a.m. is the check-in? Right. Okay. And you can register up until May, May 2nd? 2nd. But we won't turn anybody away. Okay. So even if you showed up that day and it was just like, oh, I just heard about this today. We can get you in. We'll get you in. Okay. All dogs are welcome. Have to bring All, some dog treats. That's though. right. All dogs allowed. I'm sure we've got some tucked away somewhere. <laughs> no, but I, I think this is really important to highlight because with the senior games and the just plain dog show, it doesn't matter what background you have, right? It's this is all about having a sense of community and people coming out and just spending time together and having fellowship and things like that. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, Ashley, Ellen, thank you so much for joining us. I know that. Uh, uh, this is not exactly Ellen's cup of tea, so I greatly appreciate Ellen being here and, and putting up with my questions. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.